From VOA Learning English, this is the Health and Lifestyle Report. In English, there is an expression that goes like this. Laugh, and the world laughs with you. Cry, and you cry alone. It suggests that people do not want to share in the sadness of others. But what if sharing our sadness actually helps us feel better? That was the goal of Natalie Eve Garrett when she thought of collecting stories about loneliness. In the book, The Lonely Stories, 22 Celebrated Writers on the Joys and Struggles of Being Alone, Garrett wanted to share personal stories of loneliness. Garrett said she hopes the stories give people suffering from loneliness comfort and perhaps even joy. I think we all have felt alone. I mean, we, we, all, we all feel lonely and we all will continue to feel lonely sometimes. I think when we read about varied experiences, it can be a way of using loneliness and aloneness to connect with each other. And that was really my hope with the book. The writers and stories in this collection are all very different. Some are tragic, such as the death of a loved one, while others are lighter, such as feeling alone at a Star Trek event. This variety is something Garrett wanted readers to also experience. The book project was sold in 2019, and then COVID-19 spread around the world. Suddenly, isolation became a part of nearly everyone's lives. People were separated from friends, family members, co-workers, and neighbors. At the same time, many people were forced to be around their immediate families all the time. For some, this led to a different kind of loneliness. A loneliness for one's self. The book The Lonely Stories also deals with the challenges of a lack of solitude, or, as we often call it, alone time. Garrett talked about the difference between loneliness and solitude. They're not the same. Um, I, you know, I think of loneliness as a feeling of, of lack. Solitude, I think, is, is chosen whereas loneliness happens to us. A writer and a painter, Garrett found being in quarantine with her two young daughters both good and bad. She was able to spend much time with her family, but this also meant she did not have time to paint. When talking about the lack of time to herself, Garrett used the words longing and crave. Both mean to deeply want something. During the pandemic, I really found myself 
longing for a long time. I have two small children. They're nine and 11. And we were all quarantining at home together, which while joyful, I, I felt so often disconnected from myself and really craved just more time to, to be with myself, to have time to paint and uh, sort of reconnect. While most of the stories were written during the pandemic, only a few writers deal with the pandemic directly. In the story On Witness and Respair, Jesmyn Ward writes about her husband dying at the beginning of the pandemic. Her whole family caught what they thought was just a severe flu. Her husband did not survive. In Exodus 2020, Emily Rabateau describes the emptying of a large apartment building where she lives in New York City. One by one, neighbors and friends left the city for safer places to live during the pandemic. Several writers describe the loneliness of leaving their culture. Jumpa Lahiri's trading stories is about her parents' struggle to fit into a different culture and how that affected her life and work. Writer Jean Kwok shares the experience of her family moving from Hong Kong to New York City. They lost everything, money, jobs, and more. In Perpetual Foreigner, she wrote, but the heavy price was losing our language, our friends, our culture, and in some ways, one another. Some of the writers wrote about choosing to be alone for personal or creative reasons and the challenges they faced. In Main Man, Lev Grossman wrote about nearly losing his mind. While in his 20s, he chose to work on a book in a small town, isolated from other people. In the story Havelinas, Claire Detterer wrote about facing her alcohol addiction during a period of solitude. And in Am I Still Here? Anthony Dower, a man addicted to the internet, wrote of his struggle to turn off social media and reconnect with nature and himself. Loneliness is not just a mental state. It can also lead to serious physical health problems. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services National Institute on Aging says that loneliness and isolation can be harmful for older people. Loneliness can lead to high blood pressure, heart disease, depression, a decrease in mental abilities, and even death. Younger people are not protected against the harm of loneliness either. Researchers at Harvard University have found that in the United States, loneliness has increased in young adults and others since the beginning of the pandemic. 
The Harvard study was released in February of 2021. It suggests that 36% of all Americans feel serious loneliness. This includes 61% of young adults and 51% of mothers with young children. Garrett told VOA that sharing stories of loneliness is a way to bring attention to the problem and to feel connected to others. Um, so I'm, I'm really grateful that so many extraordinary writers joined me on this lonely journey and, and made it really unlonely. And my hope is that the book, you know, will remind us that, you know, we're not as alone as we think we are, and we're not alone in feeling lonely. And that's the Health and Lifestyle Report. I'm Ana Mateo.